Hey guys, I am back with another podcast. We are at podcast number six. I can't believe I already put out this many podcasts. And if you're still listening, I definitely appreciate that. And I just get amazed at how many people are listening to my podcast. So really, thank you. I do appreciate it. And I plan to put out many more. Um, One thing that you do get in my podcast is a lot of the background stuff that can be kind of boring that or maybe I don't have enough time you know in a training session to tell you because it's just a lot of information so we're here (laughs) and plus I want to get out as much information as possible that is right not um fake or gimmicky or any of that stuff so I just want to give you guys all the right information and really help you just be able, being able to live a fit life and just get a better understanding of health and fitness and really just realize that it does take a lot of work at first, but it's really not that bad once you get used to it. Um, or it just makes you realize this is a lot of work and you hire someone like me to do all the work for you. <laughs> Um, so either way, it could, it could really go either way, um, on this episode, either, oh yeah, I can figure all this stuff out on my own or, oh, like, uh, I don't have enough time for that. So I'm going to hire someone to do that for me. And so I don't have to worry about it. And most people are on that end, but for me, um, I am more on the DIY end. So a little bit of backstory with that is um okay well first i'll tell you what we're talking about first is basically breaking down a nutritional plan and then how i put one together so you're gonna get all the insights of basically putting a meal plan together uh which will deliver a lot of good results um as long as you follow it um so well, and plus if it's good. So that's kind of what we're going into. But my background, the DIY background, is when I first started competing, I had um, a guy make me meal plans because I didn't know what to eat. I mean, I was eating like spaghetti for dinner and pizza and random stuff. I mean, I wasn't eating the foods that I, I mean, I still eat spaghetti. I still eat pizza, but I don't do that all the time. Like I would have normal dinner every night and it was just not what I'm doing right now so I had a guy you know come up with my competition meal plan and first of all it was just horrible um then the second year I competed I went back to that guy because I didn't know what to do and again it was just so stupid and horrible and it was impossible to follow I just could not get it together so after that torture, I went into, I mean, a couple weeks after the last show that I did in 2015, I looked way better. And that's just because I started eating like normally and I just kept working out. Plus I had deloaded a lot of stress. I unpacked a lot of stress from my life. So maybe that was it too. But, um, I just looked better And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do another show. And I also got kind of talked into it. Um, And I'm going to do my own dieting because 
screw that guy. <laughs> I mean, he's really good. He has a lot of great clients, but for me, it was just so... It just didn't work out. It just, it just sucked. So I said, screw that. I'm going to do my own thing. And that's really start, where I started learning. I, I pretty much, you know, followed the organization that he did. Um, also, I had some insights from other trainers. And we'll kind of go into that as we get further down. But um, I just, I could have done better with my plan. But that was the first time I really did anything. So it was what it was and i've looked phenomenal i just i liked how i looked uh, i didn't place i placed in the last call outs but it was i looked the best in the last call outs <laughs> um there's obviously lots of improvement to be done and so you know that's just kind of where i got the passion for it so ever since then i was just kind of like yeah i really like this i really like figuring out food and nutrition and like meal planning and coming up with fun easy meals um because it was what I did and I still enjoy it and that's because it's still what I do um so that's kind of how where we got here so I'm gonna help you guys kind of break down a nutritional plan um, one thing that you'll realize is just how much work goes into it. So hopefully you don't get exhausted by just listening to this episode. But even planning for this episode, I'm like, oh my god, I have to calculate all this crap. And like, think about like, you know, the macronutrients and like the amounts and who am I advertising it for. So it's really, really, really comes down to your personal self and really that's what having a personal trainer is helpful for because I would be able to determine for you, hey, you're on your feet for like 12 hours a day. Hmm, maybe you should be eating X amount of calories and high amounts of carbs because you're burning a lot of those calories just by walking around and moving your hands and thinking and just all this stuff you know, that you're doing, but even though you're not exercise, exercising, it's, you're still burning a lot of calories, so you have to fill, fill that up, we'll get to that towards the end more, but, um, you know, that's just kind of stuff I'm thinking about as we're, as we're making this podcast, um, so, as I was saying, goals, for, first, we do have to look at the goals, um, so if you're looking to build muscle, lose weight, maintain or if you're an athlete, um, we'd have to look at that. So you'd have to figure out kind of where you sit. If you work a desk job and you do work out, say you work out maybe an hour to an hour and a half a day, you're, but you work a desk job, you're actually very, very sedentary. So that's something that you have to keep in mind. So if you're online and you do the sedentary, or if you do the, I'm really active because I work out like for two hours a day, you're, so for 20 two hours of the day, you're sitting at work, you're sitting in traffic, you're sitting at home, you're sleeping, you're not active. So those two hours do not make you all of a sudden extremely active. Now, if you, for example, work at a restaurant and you're on your feet for the 12 hours or nine hours a day, then you are very active, even though you're not even exercising. So you're very, it just depends. Or if you're like a, um, 
a work like a guy like construction person or whatever where you're very active or you work with your hands a lot it's just it just depends on what you're doing throughout the day so that's what you have to look for is your goals and also what you do just on a daily basis um because one mistake that I did was I because I thought I was super active because I worked out you know, two hours a day. And at that time was probably two and a half to three because I would do an hour of cardio, which is ridiculous. And I, of course, work out for like two hours. Yeah, it was just insane. That was just insane. So I, I thought I was really active and I wasn't. Um, so you have, to, you have to look at that. And then you also have to look at how many meals do you eat in a day. So the typical thing is like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So what I would do is I would increase that amount to maybe getting in four or five a day. And it just depends on who you are. If you simply cannot get in like five meals in a day, then four is fine. Or if you seriously cannot get in four meals a day, three is fine, but you're going to have to manipulate how much you eat in every single meal to hold you through um, and to also get in all of your calories, um, all of your proteins, carbs, and fats. So you really have to look at that. So, and those are the things that I would talk about with a client who's really serious about their nutrition because I don't, I don't do nutrition with a lot of people just because it is super complicated and not a lot of people are maybe ready for it and it's okay if you're not and this episode is really just educational it's not okay now here's all the tools you go ahead and do it it's wow that takes a lot of work and it w- it will take a lot of work at first because you'll be you know transforming you know your whole lifestyle but if you really truly want to get the results then it is something you'll have to just adapt to just because it works and it has been proven to work with myself my clients um that i do am heavily involved with their nutrition with and um my husband every single bodybuilder out there (laughs) i mean you want to talk to someone who like knows how to change their body bodybuilders are the people because will tell you, okay, you got to drink your water. You got to eat your meals. You have to exercise. I mean, that's the basics. So anyways, back to the meals. Um, so, okay. So, so we already got everything figured out goals. Um, how many meals you want to eat in a day or that you're able to eat in a day. Um, and so next one thing that I look at is protein amount. That's the first thing I actually look at is how much protein does this person actually need? And it like it does depend on your goal a little bit, but at the same same time it doesn't. I usually base it off of like what your weight is and we'll kind of go into that um here in just a little bit. So at every meal, I want you to be eating protein and I make sure I tell all my clients at every meal Every time that you eat, you need to be getting in some type of protein. So, for example, breakfast, super easy. Um, Eggs, egg whites, um, bacon, turkey bacon, sausage, or turkey sausage. 
um, or even protein powder. So you can make a smoothie or you can just have like a protein drink. So that's just super easy protein sources to get in um, for breakfast. If you are a vegan or vegetarian, um, of course it would depend on what type of vegetarian you are, but if you're vegan, your best bet is probably a vegan-based protein powder just because it's a very easy way to get in protein and I mean, because you don't want to be eating like tempeh or chickpeas or all that stuff for breakfast. I mean, I'm sure you can make it taste like breakfast, but (laughs) um, at the same time, I am not vegan, so I don't know any vegan recipes. And I know I have a couple vegan um, people that I know that are probably thinking, oh, I would do scrambled whatever and make it taste like eggs i'm like i have no idea (laughs) um but you know you want to get your protein in with every single meal um snacks so if you do snacks which i hate snacks but it's just a small meal usually what i like to do is a protein powder or like a protein drink um just because it's so quick and easy if you're already doing protein for breakfast then i suggest you don't do a protein drink or like if you do a protein powder for breakfast i suggest that you don't do a protein powder for like that second meal just because i mean protein powder is pretty processed so we we want to use it when it's going to be beneficial And we want to eat food. So if you can, for breakfast, do the food. Um, But if you absolutely absolutely cannot, then, you know, do the protein powder. But I would try to eliminate as much, you know, back-to-back protein powder as possible. So there is one snack that I actually have not tried but I have seen on a YouTube video from this guy who is vegan and he is like ripped. Um, not saying that because you're vegan, you're going to be ripped, but he has just transformed his whole health situation and his body from trying to be like the big bodybuilder and he was overweight um, to now he's like the same exact weight that he was but he his body fat percent is way lower and he trains in a more athletic style and it's really really cool um but he is vegan and one meal that he did i saw on a youtube video it looked so good and he said that it tastes like candy so candy i love candy so i'd love to try this um it is grapefruit i think he did a whole grapefruit Um, if you're a male, you can do probably a whole grapefruit. If you're a female, half a grapefruit would be just fine. And I hate, you know, for females, if you're, if you are very hungry, eat the whole freaking grapefruit. But a lot of the times we're not as hungry as men. So half or whole, it doesn't matter. Um, but anyways, he did a grapefruit with hemp hearts, chia seeds, flaxseed, and acai powder. I've never had acai powder or however you say it, um, but he said that whole meal tastes like candy. And I believe him because it looked like candy. So, 
why not try it? Um, I would love to give that a try. I just need to get all the ingredients first. Um, but that would be an amazing snack because he had said in the video is it was there was 16 grams of protein in that entire little meal right there. So that's already like that that's a lot of that's a pretty good amount of protein. Um, I don't know the amounts that he used because he didn't say, but in the meal that he did, it was 16 grams of protein. He probably just followed um, what I'm assuming is like the serving size, unlike the chia seeds, the hemp hearts, or maybe twice the serving size. I mean, it would just depend on how much that you actually use. So, and then um, lunch and dinner meals um, animal protein, or if you're vegan, uh, tempeh, or, um, any of the tofu, the so any of the soy products that you can kind of make taste-ish, kind of like meat, um, or you can grill or whatever, um, you want to do, so for females, I like to do between four ounces and five ounces, and then for males, I like to do between five and six ounces. Again, men tend to eat a lot more than females. So that doesn't mean that's, you know, the no the norm. It just, that's what I tend to see. Um, although I eat quite a lot. I don't eat as much as Zach. Because um, I'm not, you know, as big as him. I don't require that much energy. Um, so it that's the amounts that I like to go off of um and you can measure with like the size of your hand but at the same time I hate that analogy because you're just looking at of that flat surface of okay like that's the size of my palm is four ounces but how high are you stacking that meat right there or the the food how high are you stacking it is it just a flat one layer or are you stacking it in two or three layers I mean because it's clearly not four ounces if it's stacked in like two or three layers so uh, try to get a food scale because that's just going to just make everything a little bit easier so you know exactly what is what um so that's protein. Like I said, protein at every meal. And the next thing is carbs. So carbs, it, um, it's just it just depends. So for fat loss, um, if someone wants to drop body fat, um, there's a couple things that you can do. And this is one thing that I did that I heard from that trainer a few years ago when I decided to take control of my own prep. Um, he told me high carbs at the beginning of the day and then low carbs at the low to no carbs at the end of the day. So like I was doing oh like oatmeal and then like quinoa and then I think I would just stop eating carbs. And then I would have just like vegetables for the rest of like my carbohydrate sources. And it worked. I mean, I die it worked out really well. Um, I don't do that right now, um, but it worked really well at the time. Um, or you could do something called carb cycling. So, for example, you could do a high day, a high day, and then a low day. High day, high day, low day, 
hi day. So like that's seven days a week. So like hi, hi, low, hi, hi, low, high. Or you can flip flop it. You can do low, low, high, low, low, high, high, which it would, I mean, if you're looking for the maximum like weight loss with it, then more, the more low days, typically the better. Um, if you're an athlete or if you're lifting heavy and if you want a carb cycle, the one thing I suggest is you stick with more high days and do just a few low days just to keep your muscles full of the glycogen so we're not like depleting our whole body of energy because uh, we'll need that energy obviously for the workout. Um, and so for muscle gain, you can of course follow that carb cycling or you could do like an all just carbs all day long just keep the muscles full keep the energy stored um just keep keep it going and uh you could especially do high carbs pre-workout and post-workout um so yeah i mean there's many ways that you can manipulate it um and it really doesn't matter so that's the fun part so um fats um i just like to sprinkle it in um you have to be kind of careful with fats because they are higher calories than like a protein or a carb so the breakdown is there's four calories per gram of protein four calories per gram of carb and then there's nine calories per gram of fat so i just like to sprinkle it in they're really really important um but because of the high calorie amount, we just want to be easy. We don't want to just load everything up with peanut butter because that could be an easy 500 calories in one meal just from the peanut butter. And trust me, it's very easy. <laughs> um, so one, so foods that are fats like nuts, seeds, nut butters, fatty meats, fatty fish, or cooking oils. So if you cook with vegetable oil, coconut oil, um, avocado oil, um, extra virgin olive oil, then you have to count in those calories at least by about 50 to 75 percent just because your food does absorb that. So I would say like whatever calories is in there. If the pan is totally dry, I would count for 100 percent. But if there's still some left over, at least 75 percent, I would just divide everything by or times or divide or whatever by 0.75 of all those calories so then you you know are getting something a little bit more accurate um so and again that's just some people might think that's super complicated but I mean it depends on how crazy you want to be I guess because that would be something I would do and I guess I'm a little bit crazy. Um, so that's kind of that. So we are going to put it together. <laughs> so this is where it gets... If, this, if that wasn't complicated already, then you're about to be blown. So knowing the calorie content per gram of like carbs, protein, and fats, we kind of got to, you know, break it down now and build the plan so this so i'm gonna give you four scenarios and this is just 
so general. This is literally for nobody. So if you think that, how come I'm not eating that much? Or why am I eating so little? Or like things like that, then this is not for you. Okay. Every single person is personalized. So that the meal plan is just general. So this is generally what I would do. Um, so don't think that this is wrong because it's not where you're at, but you're in a totally different spot. I mean, I don't know. Um, so for females, um, and I did a large weight variance because we're all different shapes and sizes and heights. So I'm not going to just say like a female that's 125 pounds because I don't even weigh 125 pounds. So that would be so irrelevant to me. Um, so, so females that are between 135 pounds and 180 pounds, um, generally this is what I would do if they would want to build muscle. So I would suggest they would eat between 130 to 140 grams of protein in a whole day. And then I would suggest for carbohydrates, they would eat 150 to 175 grams of carbs. And then for fats, um, I would suggest doing 50 to 65 grams of fats. And that's pretty general. Um, So that's if a female between 135 and 180, if they wanted to build muscle. So the calorie breakdown... Um, and if this is what I had to do is I had to times like 130 times four, that's 520. And then I had to do 140 times four, that's 560. 150 times four, that's 600 and so on and so forth. So I had to calculate every single calorie for every single number that I have here. So the general calorie content would be between on the lowest end, 1,570 to 1,845. And I mean, I, I, it just shows in the numbers. So that would be, if you're between that, then you could definitely give that a try. Um, and then you would have to look at how active you are. If you are very sedentary, then you may want to stick with the 1,500 that it's almost 1600 calories and see how you do. And if in like a couple weeks, you're like, I am starving, bump up the food um, to possibly the 17 or 1800 calories. I mean, it just, it just takes some time. Um, so that's the female, um, but for muscle building and then for fat loss, um, basically what I did is just lowered the carbohydrates. You want to keep protein the same because we still want to have as much muscle mass, whether you're um, building muscle or dropping body fat, muscle is crucial. So we want to keep the same amount of proteins. So between 130 and 140, we want to keep the same amount of fats. So between 60 or 50 and 65. And then for the carbs, all I did is I lowered it by like 50 grams so you want to either do between 100 and 150 and you might need to be lower you might need to be higher so it really just depends on what your body is because even this building muscle program could be a fat loss program for someone this fat loss program 
could be a muscle building program for someone. So it just depends and really it takes trial and error. Um, But anyway, the calories for that is 1,370 to 1,745. And so we're going to move to males. It's a lot of work just talking about it. Um, So for for men... Uh, between 190 pounds to 210, that's a pretty general weight. I know men can weigh a lot less than that, and I know men can weigh a lot more than that, but I would say that's around about right where men would sit at, and a general being, I guess. Um, so for protein, it's going to be significantly higher than the women. Um, so 170 to 180, um, just because the more you weigh, the more protein you'll need, um, just a general rule of thumb. Carbohydrates. Um, so if they're looking to build muscle, um, I would suggest between 200 and 250 grams of carbs. Um, I mean, you may not start there. You may start way lower than that. Um, because depending on where your situation is, are you carb sensitive? Do you have diabetes? Do you have all these things going on? You're probably not going to want to sit at 250 grams of carbs. Because you might, (laughs) you'll be in for a shock, that's for sure. So, um, then the fats, I actually stuck with the same fats as the females, 40, or 40, 50 to 65 grams. Just because there is no reason why you should be higher in fats or lower in fats between male and female. I mean, both are pretty significant for hormone producing, so that's that. Um, but the calorie... Intake for that is between 1,930 to 2,305 calories. And that's for building muscle or fat loss. It depends on where you're at too. Like this whole situation, I'm giving you all these numbers. It They might could be totally wrong for whoever you are. They could be right for whoever you are. I mean, I don't know. We would have to sit down and talk with, them, talk with you about everything. Um, but general rule of thumb like this is how I would do it is I would set a macronutrient number and then I'd write down the calories and I'd give you the calorie breakdown we went through all the food um we went through proteins you know we went through all that so then it kind of I kind of break it down to this um (sighs) sorry about that so for example, for fat loss, um, for a male, protein's the same, fat is the same. I just dropped the carbs down again by 50 grams, and it just comes to 1,730 calories to 200 or 2,105. I mean, it really just lowered it by 200 calories. I mean, it's just simple math. So, again, that is just so general, but that is a process that I would go through in making a meal plan, coming up with the macros, coming up with the calories, coming up with the foods. I mean, it just kind of all ties in together. And that's really the process that I go through. So if you think that's a lot of work, and if you would like to dabble in it, go ahead. (laughs) Um, If you would rather leave it up to someone who has done it and knows what to do, then call me up because, hey, that's what I'm here for. So, um, just for some final thoughts is just some things to consider is 
again, like I said, how active are you throughout the day? That's something that you'll have to consider. Um, Like I said, if you're working out for an hour to an hour and a half a day and you work a desk job, you are sedentary. Um, So like I said, if you're on the online thing where you're trying to figure out your body fat percent and your cal- what, how many calories you need to eat in a day and it says what's your activity level um you're sedentary if you work a desk job so click sedentary um because i've made that mistake like i have said <laughs> so um if again if you're standing or walking around all day you are considered active um i you know select active and you would need more calories and so on um, because the more active you are, the more calories you burn, the more food you will need. I don't know if I already said that, but the more active you are, the more calories you burn, the more food you will need. So if you're just trying to be as active as possible and you're eating very minimal, you're not going to get the results. And I know, and I know that I have said this so many times to clients is if you are active, you got to eat something. If you're not active, you can get away with eating a little bit less because you're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Um, if you're an athlete, you will definitely need substantial amounts of food just to help keep your body strong. And aesthetics will come if you're an athlete. Because if you're an athlete, you're working out like three or four times in a day. Right? Or, you know, maybe active recovery days, whatever. I mean, in general, you're working out almost all, all the time. So you have to keep your body strong and recovered in order to move on to the next day. And so you got to eat a lot of food. So in general, um, follow a plan. So, you know, set, set your macros, like how I said, a little bit based off your weight. Um, and... Maybe follow the plan for three to four weeks and see what happens. Really, that's all we can do because even for me, I'm like, okay, this is, I know the general rules. We're going to see what happens. And you see what works and see what doesn't work. The thing is you have to stick with something for at least three or four weeks before you make the judgment of why I didn't see results. Because if you only stick with it for one week, that one week is nothing. So you have to stick with something, okay? Um, so here's the thing. If you stuck with it for three to four weeks, if you really didn't see the changes that you wanted to, you're allowed to manipulate it, and you're, you can manipulate those carbs and those fats. So if you feel like you're holding a lot of water, you're kind of puffy, you can eliminate the carbs a little bit or drop down the carbohydrate intake um, and see how you do with that. If you start to notice your, huh, wow, I'm yawning today. If you're starting to notice that you're leaning out a little bit more and you're actually looking better and you're feeling better, then the carbohydrates may have been too high. So stick with that level of carbs that you dropped to and see how that goes. Um, if it's um, maybe you're not eating enough carbs, maybe you're starving, or maybe not enough fats, increase it. I mean, it's it's all a game. You have to manipulate it. And, you know, you can't just stick with the same thing all the time. So um, one thing to also con- consider is carbs or fats can make people sluggish. It just depends on who you are. 
it's really really just trial and error so you just gotta start and you just gotta see where it goes and you gotta be patient <laughs> and you have to be consistent the one thing you don't want to do is screwing up your metabolism because you're jumping from diet to diet you will screw up your metabolism if you jump from diet to diet. I can promise you that, okay? You do not want that because then it's going to take you 10 times longer to get to the results that you want by messing up your metabolism. Um, one last thing I want to talk to you about is adaptation. So just like what I was saying is three to four weeks. You could even go as long as like six to eight weeks and then switch it up. I mean... Sorry. Switch it up from like lower carb to increase your carbs a little bit. And then in another six weeks, increase your carbs a little bit more. And then maybe drop the carbs. I mean, just like working out, your body's going to adapt. So you don't want to just be in a standstill. You want to keep progressing. So you got to do the same thing with nutrition. And that's pretty much it awesome we made it through i made it through without choking or coughing or dying almost because i'm talking so much um if you guys really really like this episode let me know um i'm sharing this if you got this from my facebook page please comment on my post um that you liked it share it with your friends share it with your family if you feel like it's too much work, contact me. <laughs> um, and uh, y- you will have to, we'll have to set up a plan or set up a time. We'll have to sit down and talk with everything. And, you know, if you're serious about it, then we'll have to talk about other things too. Um, but if you really, if you really, really want to give a jab at it on your own, I highly encourage you to just because. You can learn so much about yourself doing this process. That's what I did. It was fun. Um, but anyway, let me know how you liked it. Let me know if it was informational, um, if it went over your head. Sorry. Hopefully it was pretty easy to understand. And um, basically that is it so again thank you for staying tuned and i appreciate you like never before and just stay tuned for my next episodes all right see you later bye bye